0: Welcome
1: to the world of tomorrow! Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Welcome to the World of Tomorrow. I'm your host, the Admirable Admiral, and of course, is my very luscious co host. The very illustrious Jim Strange Pork. how's it going, buddy?
0: Going good, Admiral. There's some interesting adjectives there.
1: Sorry, I had a couple of my sleeve and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna chuck them out like a magician with with scarves or That's handkerchiefs." Fun. I
0: like it, yeah. handkerchiefs.
1: Uh, and of course, the honorable Tesla is here. Tesla, you want to tell everybody, "Hey, like always, you're silent but very stern, and you're always loved for that." Uh, Jim, why don't you tell the people what we do here? <laughs> oh, there's. Absolutely. That was Tesla.
0: There you go. Had something to say. Yeah. So we are a Futurama fan podcast. We take it upon ourselves to watch episodes of the wonderful hit sci-fi animated series Futurama. Uh, We go in order of production um, and we watch every episode. We'll do a little rundown of the episodes, kind of break down what happened, tell you a little bit about the plot, talk about our favorite jokes, things we want from the future and give you some fun facts.
1: Yeah, uh, and we do this no cost. We do That's it right. ourselves.
0: That's right. Yet,
1: yet, yet.
0: I don't know why I winked there.
1: I don't. I mean, it's audio. It's theater of the mind. That doesn't you really hear the
0: wink on the on the you know podcast. Yeah. it's great.
1: Uh but uh, Jim, why don't you go in a little bit more in a production order of why?
0: Yeah. So we are doing this in production order, and uh, as the Admiral and I noticed looking at the order on Hulu. Uh, At this point, if you have just been following along on streaming services, you are going to get completely lost, guys. Um, So from here on out, they are all over the place. Like, there's episodes that are in the middle of Season 3 showing up in, like, Season 4 on Hulu, thanks to the difference of broadcast and production order. So we are going in production order. That is the order that they were made, not the order that they aired and that they are still in on streaming. If you have the DVDs... Uh, Or the Blu-rays, I would imagine, are the same. Uh, They are in production order, so if you're following along with us on DVD, you're going to be all set. But if you're following along with any kind of streaming service, or if you're just going based on when they aired originally, you're going to get a little lost now.
1: Or original Blu or or re re released Blu-rays probably have it that as well. But uh, I have one of the original set of the DVDs, so I uh, so I. very well have them in production order. Uh, so yeah, so we just wanted to specify that, hey, we're not going out of order. We're doing it the way it was intended to be viewed. So guys, are you ready for another episode of Welcome to the World Tomorrow? I know that's a really weird setup, but yeah. Totally. We're ready for Amazon Women in the Mood! Yes. Season 3, Episode 1, Original Air Date February 4th, the year 2001. Uh, The caption is... Scented by the Comedy Bee. Which is... Secreted. Secreted, sorry. Secreted by the Comedy Bee. And the cartoon is... Art for Art's Sakes. That's
0: right. Yes. Uh,
1: 1934. Alright, so we open up with Nibbler. You know, having a little... I don't. I don't know what he does. He have fleas? Did, a space? He's fleas? got
0: hairballs. He's coughing up hairballs,
1: right? So he's just looking himself. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's got hairballs, and I love how they specify that Fry also has hairballs. Yes. <laughs> um. So. Uh. And then. Uh. Amy's phone's rings, and she goes into the other room, and it's a uh, it's a giant, like external battery charger for this little phone that's about maybe the size of our thumb yes or smaller
0: yes which is actually pretty accurate for predicting things as they are today yeah. i don't know about you i have some chargers that are gigantic
1: yes so do i have external charge battery that looks like this big and you're like is
0: it looks this big that translates well yeah on all
1: <laughs> is, is, is that a vibrator <laughs> it's not a vibrator okay it's not right <laughs> it's not uh, and so then we find out that uh the person that keeps hanging up and calling Amy is Kiff. Um which you really haven't dealt back into the relationship since the Titanic episode, which Yeah. They specify and yeah, that's they, like, they have like a
0: flashback to that.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is bit. two seasons ago, correct?
0: Yeah, that was season one. Yeah. So
1: Um, so basically, uh uh Kiff likes um Amy. So Zap finds out that he likes Amy, so he convinces Kiff to be like, "Hey, let me use my womanly woos and woo the women to go on a date with us." Uh, and while this is going on, uh, Zoidberg. The subplot of Zoidberg is hysterical.
0: It's so like it's so minimal in this episode cause it's only like three or four scenes, but it's so great.
1: How? Uh, with the <laughs> like, shell?
0: Yeah, like they they just they're at the. Room and they all think Zoidberg's dead because he's not talking
1: yeah.
0: and like he, the body just falls over. They're like, oh god, he's dead. And then Zoidberg comes in having like shed the shell and goes to throw that one away and get a catalog to order a new one.
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so then uh, he gets it. We're kind of going to do this one really quick because that's this is really it. That, that 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 that's that's I think scene one of like three scenes, like he said. Yeah. So basically, he gets a J. Crab uh, magazine in. Yes. And he uses the hologram to look through everything. Uh, and I, I love that it's a summer guy. I love the summer guy one.
0: Yeah, it's like... Assless... <laughs> assless jorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when he puts on the Mexican one and Bender... We get the reveal that Bender is actually made in Mexico. Yeah. Bender bending Rodriguez. Well, I don't think they give the full name in this one, right?
1: No, no we just... just he's uh, Mexican. Yeah, that's when they specify that, hey... Bender is made in Mexico. Yeah, I love how it he, he opens. Falls off. Yeah, he opens the door and he and it falls off. Yes. <laughs> and so then, um... and then he, yeah, he did the the banditos, and then um... I love how Hermes goes, "Nope, you only get one," and he puts it, and it's an all white shell
0: with a barcode on the front.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then at uh, and then at the end of the episode. Uh, he goes back and gets his old shell, but there's a live raccoon in. Yeah. So he eats it.
0: Yeah, he eats the raccoon and puts his shell back on.
1: Uh, so then, uh, after all that, uh, that explanation. Back to
0: the, back to the, the other plot of this episode, yeah.
1: That's a good, that's a good subplot. I like that subplot.
0: It, it's so great. It's so wonderful.
1: So basically, uh, Zap calls up, um, Leela and he's like, look, hey, you know, Kiff likes Amy, I think we should double date, you know, blah, 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 blah. So I love how he goes, all right, one date. And Zap's like, nine. And they keep going back and forth. Yeah, it's like the great
0: negotiation, but Lula just keeps saying one. Yeah. And he gets lower and lower. Finally, she's like, one half. I'll take
1: it. Yeah. We'll meet you up for drinks and half a movie. <laughs> yes. And so then they go to, uh, what's the name of the restaurant? Um, it, um, Baja's...
0: It's like La Pom de Orbit.
1: Yeah, that's it. La Palme de Orbit, or Pom de la Orbit, or something. Whatever. Yeah, it's La Palme de Orbit. So, so they go, and um, I love how I love the the way the hostess is, the host is like making is like playing a game, and he basically just finds their seat for them. Yes. Uh, and they go take the menu, and they go sit down, and before they get their zap is in, all, in his uniform, you know, like, kind of like, I guess... In, it's like
0: his formal uniform. Yeah. It's like the the off-white one, the cream one.
1: Yeah, and he gives um, he, he gives Kiff a little black notebook of things to say to women as fast as you can say and repeat them. Uh, say, say one as many
0: as you can, as fast as possible.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so they sit down for a dinner, uh, for drinks, actually, and they start talking, and then Kiff starts... Um, I was listening to the commentary, so I didn't get what, uh, Kiff said the first two times. Do you remember what he said exactly? The,
0: the pickup lines he yeah. used? Um, so the first one, because it's one of my favorite, like, it. it's a fun quote, but it was, um, if I said you had a beautiful body, would you take your pants off and dance a
1: little bit? <laughs> and then the second one is, I find the most attractive part of the woman is the boobies. Yes. <laughs> Both accurate. Yes. <laughs> Both accurate how bad zap break it is. Ha! You thought you could catch me in a sexism ruse, but it's not. <laughs> I'm not sexist.
0: I have to say, I love that first one, because they clearly built up that old pun, like,
1: pickup line about if I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? Exactly. I love that quick
0: change into, like, completely way off the deep
1: end. Right. Uh, and then we get, uh, and then kind of uh, Palm De La Orbit, is uh, a karaoke bar. Yeah. So we so we go and Morbo is singing um Funky Town. Yes. Which is hysterical. Yes. I love his his uh his interpretation of it.
0: It's so wonderful, like it's yeah. so great.
1: So then um so then Kiff and Kiff's like freaking out because he really loves Amy and Leela is literally there just to just there for Amy. He's not there for... She's not there for anybody else. Oh, uh, yeah. And you want to talk about how, uh... How Zap steals the chocolates? And yes. Kip goes the and right daffodils. way. Yeah. And the daffodils. He has daffodils and chocolates for Amy. But Zap eats them all, gives the flowers to Leela, and flowers immediately burn... Leela immediately burns the flowers. Yes. Um, so Leela is not happy at this at all. Like, she's... She's not in the best state of mind at all. Yes. Uh, so they go to the bathroom, or the powder room, or whatever, and I love how, I love how Zap's like, the only way to get back into a woman's heart is through her mother. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, Zap. All right. Um, and so then, uh, he starts singing Total Eclipse, the Kiff starts singing Total Eclipse of the Heart, uh, the karaoke, when Amy and Lila walk out, and and Amy's like, oh my god. Starting to work. Huh? Yeah.
0: It starts to work. Yeah,
1: because Amy's like, oh my god, he's so beautiful, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then Zap, which is. I'm, I'm really bad singing, but I don't want people to know that I'm bad singing. If I ever was like a really good karaoke singer, I would totally do what Zap did and go, amateur hours over! Yes. And,
0: <laughs> and then just start doing a spoken word version.
1: What was he singing? Like, was he singing Rocket Band, or was that just. That was a spoof. <laughs>
0: It's a spoof of Willie Shatner doing Rocketman, Man, but um, the song is uh, actually called Lola.
1: Oh, that's right. It's Lola. That's right. Yeah.
0: Or, or for you Weird Al fans, it's Yoda.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's right. Because I was so I was like, wait, is it? Because I thought it was supposed to be Rocketman, Man, but it's a spoof of that, and it's yeah. Lola. Yeah, that's right. Uh. So then, uh, he. He starts singing, basically, Leela. He he paraphrases it to Leela. Yeah. Uh, and so he breaks all the glasses, makes everybody go into the escape pods. They all leave.
0: Yeah, everyone flees the restaurant. Yeah.
1: So Zap takes control of the uh, steakhouse. And I want to use this line so bad if I ever get a chance to ever in my entire life. She's built like a steakhouse. But she glides like a bistro. Or she drives yeah. like a bistro. What, is, what does it say? She handles like a bistro. That's it. That's right, yeah. That's right. That's what I want. I want to say that line. Just yes. completely random. And people be like, what the fuck are you referencing? <laughs> what the hell? And you'll be in the corner going, I know what he's referencing. I
0: know that one.
1: We're all going to die, by the way, because gravity's a bitch.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, which basically... They crash land on a planet, and I love Zaps like gravity. What does he say
0: exactly? You win again, gravity. Yeah. <laughs> right after talking about how there's nothing, nothing alive, you can't fly.
1: Exactly. Uh, so they, so uh, the the scene, the act ends, and they end up crash landed on. Uh, I don't even know if we know what planet it is yet, because it's, because yeah. it's in, because yeah, it's, it's quote unquote in uncharted areas. But yeah. I love how Kip a
0: chart. he lost the chart. Yes.
1: <laughs> Kiff's like, you lost the chart. You idiot. All I like at this point, Kiff is actually growing balls and he's like, you're a dumbass."
0: Yeah. He's, he's definitely got that like side of his character coming out.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so then, um, so then they, they get, they get seen by, um, the Amazonian women. Uh, and basically, they're kind of like Neanderthals in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Now, don't we don't mean that in a bad way. That that's no, literally they're
0: like supposed to be like cave women. Exactly. But just gigantic.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they're based off obviously the, the, the quote unquote not theory but the legend that there are these Amazonian the race of Amazon women in the heart of the Amazon near the Amazon River. Yeah basically what wonder woman is based off of
0: yeah more or less yeah Yeah.
1: um so so no sexism here we're really taking this episode really lightly turning around the sexism area we're not sexist at all okay uh so basically they they go they go throughout and show them hey this is what happens blah blah blah, this
0: yeah like men all died off so they have their own society that is like better in so many ways and like of course um
1: wait wait, wait. we got we got to talk about yeah, how we go back. yeah how bender and fry find out how do they exactly find out that they, they... they
0: call the restaurant to see what's going on and the restaurant's answering machine picks up and tells them that the restaurant has crashed into an uncharted planet
1: right which my thing is how do they find them i i forgot
0: i don't know i guess they like followed the track like Probably some
1: kind of a beacon on the ship, maybe uh, that's my theory. I have no clue. That seems that seems airtight an airtight alibi. So basically, yeah. they land um, and they go and they go and look at this, uh, and they go by the shrubbery and they look. And all I hear is Bender's like, Oh, we got to do this, and all you hear is ur, uh, ur. <laughs> what kind of moronic plan is that? And they look
0: up and there's an Amazonian, they're like in her skirt, and she clubs them both.
1: Like about four times. Yeah. <laughs> and so then they they get trapped along with uh, with Zap and Kiff and they keep talking around. They go to the WNBA and they talk about how women can't duck, but the grass of... fundamentals. Yeah. Yes.
0: And of course Bender Fry and Zap are being like outrageously misogynistic for everything.
1: Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Uh so basically they're just being but the funny thing is is that the writers can get away with it in such mov- so many ways as they can get clobbed after every time they make a sexist comment. And that's actually one of the things that pays off so well in this. Is Literally, there are these giant women. Like, they could literally kill you with like a smack of their hand, and you're still going to keep doing these things, even though you've seen everyone else go through horrible pain. Exactly.
0: My favorite being Zab's line oh, God, you're killing me. And
1: they start kidding me. Oh, God, you're killing me. Yeah, exactly. So basically they go to their society, which is a very kind of uh, Castle Grayskull in a way. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I kind of got that into. uh, But with uh, giant um, uh, entrances that have smoke appearing through the areolas, where the areolas would be. Is that, a, yeah. is that a correct term? Can I get yeah. away with that? Okay, cool. Uh, which I still don't know how pa- how specific. I don't know how they got past the censors with that.
0: The censors did not notice that one.
1: <laughs> I guess. Uh, by the way, I love how the whole time this is going on, they're walking through their entire village, and Lila's like, looking at a brochure to move here. Yeah. <laughs> She's
0: trying to find an apartment.
1: Right. Uh, so they go to uh, Fembot. The Fembot. Um, yeah, Femputer. Oh, right. Femputer. Sorry. Sorry. Computer, and uh, they basically talk about. And I love how she's like, "What? You did you explain the rules of fundamentals?" Yes, and they still laughed at us because women can't dunk. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So basically, they they're gonna be sentenced to death by Snoo Snoo. And I am going to let Jim describe what Snoo Snoo is.
0: So when a man and an Amazonian love each other very much.
1: You're right. (laughs) They decide to procreate.
0: Yes. Snoo Snoo is definitely sex.
1: Yes. I didn't want to say that exactly, but procreation sex, yes. Uh, Yeah. yeah. But.
0: And and, and like they see the last men that uh, were sentenced to death by crushed pelvises. Yes.
1: And I love how they're all the the skeletons are obviously smiling, like Yeah, like one of them's smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And I love how um I love how Bender gets away with it because he's a man bot.
0: Yeah, so he doesn't have
1: yeah. junk. But did you notice how he slipped his arm out of the out of the chain and yes. hit his crotch and then put his arm back up?
0: Yes. I love that. <laughs>
1: Uh so then basically uh um,
0: my, my favorite part of this episode, by the way, is when they get that sentence and you see Fry and Zap as their faces go
1: between horror and big smile and horror and big smile and like they're just changing back and forth. And then uh Kip's like, oh god, and then I love Zaps. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hysterical. Uh and then, by the way, I haven't accurately Accurately broke down of who gets to sleep with who. Yes. <laughs> so, before we go on, obviously they leave to go to another, uh, more of a cavern-esque era with three different rooms. Yes. Um, and the out of the speaker, the uh, fin pewter, is basically, zap. The one they call Zap will sleep with the large women. The one they call Fry will sleep with the petite women. The one... That they call Kif will sleep with the most beautiful women, then the large women, then the petite women, then the large women again. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I had to I had to pick that up to read it because I was like, I wrote this down to make yes. sure.
0: I love that too. It's so good.
1: Uh, so, so basically, they they are in their underwears, and they basically go in, have sex, come out. I don't I don't I don't know what I don't wanna go into to details of what constitutes like when are they done. I don't wanna know. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: I don't wanna know. But they they're done
0: whatever the Amazonians done with them for that moment.
1: Exactly. Because uh the large so,
0: woman gotta you know, finish the zap, get over to Kiff. Yeah. And then get back to KIF.
1: Yeah. Uh and then the best part is is when 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 Zap is like, Lady, please Give us some time. The spirit is willing. But the flesh.
0: It's spongy
1: and weak.
0: <laughs> or no, it's spongy and bruised.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, uh, and then uh, Amy decides that she loves Kiff because Kiff professed his love to her. So she decides, so Lila decides to distract the Amazonians by beating them up but she doesn't do anything.
0: Yeah, literally gets her hair pulled and dropped.
1: Yeah. Uh, so so Amy just wears, like, like, oh, what? Basically Stilt. like
0: a loincloth and, like, stilts.
1: Yeah. So she goes in and she tries to, she saves Kif. But by the old the whole time this is going on, uh, Bender is going over to seduce Femputer. Yes. Uh, which we find out is a Fembot yes uh, and she has this very elaborate backstory of how I'm gonna let you explain the backstory because I don't remember it
0: 100% yeah so um, basically she was she was born and raised on a world uh, led by a manbot pretending to be a man pewter and so she was like oppressed and everything and because of that oppression, um she left and disguised herself as a femme cuter to rule the Amazonians.
1: Exactly. Best description. Yep. Yep. Uh Yeah, so,
0: basically left that oppression and went and did her own oppressing.
1: Exactly. So <laughs> then her and Bender kind of, you know, team up and have an erotic session. Yeah. Um because and I think plugging things in. Exactly. Uh so then the Amazonians come up and go, hey, this happened. They tried to, you know, get away with them. And then I love how Bender takes the mic and is like, ooh, they're free. Now bring me gold.
0: (laughs) And then Pimba goes, you heard the man.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So they get all this gold. um, And Kiff and Amy are together. Yes. Uh, and then we go into the backstory about how Zoidberg got his shell back. And I love how Bender's like, this gold was worth it. By the way, if she calls, I'm not here. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> he's gonna become the deadbeat, like, again. Yeah. Nobody learned anything.
1: Yeah. And then Fry and Zap are in casts, pelvic casts. Yes. <laughs> going,
0: Yeah, because the thing was like, oh, this is Best mission ever. Yep, I had snoo snoo.
1: Exactly, exactly, and that's the episode. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got.
0: Yeah, that's, it's that was it's straight to the point.
1: Yeah, which
0: straight up just joke.
1: It's it's a great season opener. Like yeah, yeah. Like I think this this is where. We get into, now I know you don't watch the Simpsons, uh, Jim, but the Simpsons, uh, golden age is like episode, like season, I think three or four to like season nine. This is like the golden years for Futurama. Like this is like the, oh, la- yeah. the middle of last season to like season four is like,
0: oh yeah. all three. It's absolutely like these episodes, it's, it's tough to find a bad one. Yeah.
1: Because uh, we were actually talking after we recorded last week, or after record, yeah, after recorded last week, of a bad one, of this season coming up, and we realized we're gonna have a hard time finding a good one, like our favorite one this season. Yeah, like <laughs> there's like, a lot of good episodes of this season.
0: Honestly, it's gonna be hard to find one I don't like. Exactly, looking at, like the list, they
1: are incredible episodes this season. Yep. Uh, so let's move on to uh, things I want from the future. Uh, So, I want a Sonya uh, speaker system. Uh, That's what uh, the Femputer was talking out of. Yes. Uh, And I want a J-Crab catalog that gives me holographic, you know, outfits.
0: I was going to have that one as well, yeah. The uh, the holographic catalog.
1: Yeah, because I want to be a summer guy. (laughs) uh, I I
0: mean, you can get that outfit now if you want it.
1: And I want a cellmate. You know, a little tiny, you know a giant battery for, you know com- Yeah. Uh what el- what else do you want from uh the future?
0: I want an orbiting restaurant. That's Okay.
1: Yeah. And I can yell the line She's built like a steakhouse but she handles like a bistro. Yes. Yep. Uh so let's go into our fun facts. Um Okay. So the B Arthur is the voice of Femputer, yes. And you know how, you know how a lot of people in the voice acting community don't actually voice together. Like you know they they're not in the same room when they do the acting. Mm -hmm. Well, John DiMaggio and B. Arthur were in the same room when they did their quote unquote erotic scene.
0: (laughs) I can only imagine doing that with B. Arthur. That's got to be the most fun day of work.
1: Exactly. Uh, also, this episode lost an Emmy. Uh, it was up for an Emmy and it lost. Um, oh, and uh, when, Amy, when Amy is cursing in um, Cantonese, she's actually cursing in Cantonese. That's funny. Don't know what she said, <laughs> but it's actual cursing. According to John DiMaggio.
0: That is funny.
1: What do you got for some fun facts?
0: So one of the things uh, early on they got um, at the table at Planet Express, they got a lot of things drooping over uh, the table. That's a Salvador Dali reference. Yep. Mm -hmm. Quick nod to him. Um, And the only other thing I've got, uh, when you go back to your favorite line about uh, she's built like a steakhouse but handles like a bistro. Right. Um,
1: For those of you who know The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there is actually a starship
0: that is a bistro. Uh, and so it could be a subtle nod to that. What? It could be a Hitchhiker's reference.
1: I'm actually reading 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and after that, I was going to read the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's a reference. Yes! Yes! I do! That's why I liked it for some reason.
0: So if you make that reference, you would be making a reference to a reference.
1: Exactly. Which is in my entire life. Yes. Yeah. I love how I make references with Patron, you know, my girlfriend. I made I made just a random reference and she's like, What's that a reference to? It's not a reference, I just did it that way, and she's like, Everything is a reference with you. Why didn't you make a reference? <laughs> uh, oh, I
0: have one other actually. Um if you notice the sign in the lobby of uh, La Palme d'Orbit, uh huh. Uh it's one of my one of my other favorite little quick jokes in the background. Uh it says Palm de Orbit Coke check. 25 cent surcharge each sleeve over nine.
1: Yep. I, I, I like that. I thought that was funny. But wait, yeah. does it mean nine on each side or nine altogether?
0: I think it means over nine arms. Uh, so if you have a tenth arm, you got to pay
1: 25 cent surcharge. For each sleeve. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys. So that has been our show. Thank you, Marty and the Arrogant Observer, for letting us use your website. The website is lowrampictures.com. Kevin George, thank you for letting us use your music. And also, guys, you can catch me on my other podcast, uh, Cinema Gems, uh, obviously on the same website, lowrandpictures.com. And also you can find us on Facebook, on iTunes, both Welcome to the World Tomorrow and Cinema Gems. And we're also on the email, cinemagems 15 at gmail. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on Hollad Sci-Fi. Guys, that's all I have. Jim, you got anything else before we head out?
0: That's it for me, guys.
1: All right, so see you in two weeks, because this is a biweekly podcast.
0: And to help with uh, the order thing, in two weeks, when you're listening, if you would like to watch in advance, it will be Parasites
1: Lost. Yes, guys, Parasites (laughs) Lost. All right, guys, so wipe your hooves and see you later. Bye.